Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. There are times when I come in here and have an idea of where we're going, what direction we're going on with the show. Today is not one of those times. I believe we're going to talk a little California, but I'm not really 100% sure because Dominic Selzy is our guest. And so it really could go anywhere. 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 <laughs> um, no idea. I, I, have, I, I mean, I, I plan on starting the conversation asking about California. And about racing. And racing. So I think we've narrowed it down to California and racing, and we still may end off off the rails uh, somewhere else um, because we're talking to Dominic Selzy. The one thing you can say about Dominic Selzy, he gets it honest because he's Gary's boy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so uh, it, 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 it will be a great, great show. We're glad you joined us. She's Aaron Everham. I am Steve Post. This is Wing Nation presented by Drydeen and DRF Racing Oils. And that's it. We're going to talk to Dominic Selzy. <laughs> I have no idea. I I just let's just let's just get after it. Let's just get to it. Before we do that, though, take a listen and a watch at this. It was the Rev in Louisiana, the World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. It was Brad Sweet and David Gravel in one for the ages. Here's Johnny Gibson with the call on Dirt Vision. And now for the Drydeen Death Defying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on track moves. David Gravel, Brad Sweet in the traffic down the front stretch with four laps to go. Sweet to the outside. Brad Sweet takes the lead once again. Gravel again looking to the inside in three and four. There will be three laps to go as they cross the start-finish line. And David Gravel back in the lead. That death-defying move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Death, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydeen.com for more information. For decades, Drydeen Lubricants has been made in America and made to last, paving the way on our highways, in our fields, and on the production line. Today, Drydeen offers a complete line of engine oils, greases, hydraulic and transmission fluids, and diesel exhaust fluid. If you want greater performance and protection for your critical engines and equipment, go to Drydeen.com. Drydeen, American-owned and operated, and a proud supporter of racing and race fans everywhere. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires. 
ride on our strength. Wing Nation, presented by Dryden and DRF Racing Oils. Let's go to the Sage Fruit Hotline. Joining us from the great state of California is Dominic Selzy. Hello, Dominic. Welcome back to Wing Nation. How are we doing, guys? We are fantastic. How are you doing? Is the world treating you all right out there? Boy, I tell you what, if life was any better, I'd be worried. Uh, things have been going really good out here. Not just racing. Uh, family's great. Business is great. Bought a new house. I mean, I'll tell you what, life's in a good place for me right now. What that? Bought a new house. That just means a honeydew list. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, we're uh, we're getting in here at the end of the month, and, and I already have a list a mile long of everything we're wanting to do to it and spruce it up and make it our own. And, uh, boy, oh, boy, it's, it's exciting. You know, I, I the place I've been in, I've been in for about four years, and we never did a thing to it. We kept saying, oh, one day we'll move, one day we'll move. Well, well, here it is. So we're, I'm, I'm really excited about that. Do you – do you – so um, we so, – is there a lot of stuff to move? I mean, are you are you are you are you borderline hoarder? Or are you pretty good at not hoarding things? Or what's the what's what's that like? And I'll tell you what I, I have about twenty helmets. I've got a helmet collection at my house that I slowly started moving out to my parents because I figured it'll probably be easier to take it from there to my new place. And um, other than that, I don't really have a lot of stuff. I've got a lot of a uh, lot of clothes. A lot of helmets and a lot of watches. I, I seem to collect a lot of stuff, but, um, you know, in all honesty, I think it'll probably just be a couple of days of packing. I'm uh, I'm pretty good at getting rid of stuff that doesn't involve racing. So um, it'll be fairly easy, um, especially with we're so excited to get in there. I'm going to be packing shit up and kicking them out the door as soon as the people uh, leave the house. <laughs> well, I don't really envy you because I'm going through She's, a move right, right now. Aaron's and going through a move, too. Man, I, ugh, it's not fun. I, but I, and I'm not a hoarder, but it's still not fun. It's amazing how much stuff you acquire. Uh, we've been in our house for 12 years, and and I feel like Ray and I are pretty OCD. Like, our house isn't that full, but I'm man. Anyhow. I moved into my place. <laughs> I moved into my place in 2007, 2008. Oh, don't move. And Just I had stay. a beanbag chair and a black and white TV, and I swear to God, <laughs> I, would, I swear to God, there are times I would love to go back to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and don't move. If you've been in there that long, no, just no, remodel, no. fix it, whatever you do, don't move. Dynamite, that's what I'm just doing. <laughs> or that, Dynamite. that'll work. Uh. All right, so on a serious note, two wins in, what, nine days you had? Talk about that. I mean, you guys are killing it so far this year. Man, I'll tell you what, we ended the year last season on a very high note. It seemed like, uh, I don't know, around June or July, we really started hitting our strides, and we never really slowed down. We had a couple, you know, bad weekends, but we were fast. It seemed like everywhere we went. And then um, the end of last year when we came home from uh, uh, finishing off the year with the Outlaws and drive, when I was driving the 83 car, and we jumped back in my stuff, we were fast right off the bat at home. And then this year we went to Arizona, and we got better every single night. We darn near – beat Tony there on the last night. Unfortunately, we ran second, but it's just, to me, I'm seeing a a progression that I've never seen out of our team before. It's very slow. It's very thought out. And I think, you know, really it it all falls on on Jimmy Carr. Like the the guy is so good at what he does. We've, you know, kind of, we, at first we were, you know, we were really good one night and then really bad one night. And we couldn't really get ourselves figured out. And we've gotten to the point now where, where he knows what I want and I know what he's thinking. And we're able to work together and we're on the same page about stuff. And we almost have that, you know, when we talk about it, we're thinking the same exact thing as we're talking. And this is some, somewhere I don't think I've ever been before. And I'm, I'm feeling really good. I'm, I'm, I've got so much confidence in what I'm doing behind the wheel. I've got so much confidence in our equipment and what Jimmy's doing. I, I feel dangerous right now and I'm loving it. How important is that to be on the same page and then to be on the same page with someone 
like Jimmy Carr, who has done it, seen it, been there, bought the program, sold the T-shirt, and done everything else. How important is that, though? I think it's everything. You know, when when you're a race car driver, you have to you have to click with the guy that's making the calls in the car, whether it's yourself or somebody else or whatever it is, whether you're driving a million different cars or one. If you and your crew chief are not in sync and not on the same page, there will be very little to no success guaranteed. You look at the guys throughout the years, I mean, we've seen David Gravel win 20 races in a year and then come back and, and struggle to win a handful of races. We've seen guys like Donnie Schatz dominate, 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 and struggle. So it, this sport is so difficult on any level, whether you're racing with the World of Outlaws or running local racing you know, across the country, you really have to be on your game. And I think there's several factors, one being that Jimmy has he's done it all, he's won it all, he's been everywhere, so nothing's new to him. And then for me, I, I'm racing right now with the – um, you know, a, a belly aching fear of, you know, one, slowing down, and two, not knowing when the next time I'm going to be able to race with the World of Outlaws. Because as you guys know, I'm not traveling this year, and they've canceled all the outlaw races in California and all the ASCS races. So for me, it's all about racing with the outlaws, and it's always been about racing with the outlaws. But now I can't do that. So I'm very afraid to slow down. I don't want to get comfortable with racing at, you know, a lesser speed of what I felt like I was last year. So I'm, I'm trying to push myself physically and mentally more than I ever have before and I think we're just starting to see some magic between the two of us and I hope this is the beginning of something very special wow I mean Dominic you give Jimmy in that dynamic a lot of credit but obviously you're driving you have the confidence now of having Jimmy wrenching on the car making decisions but you've run the Midwest you've run the 83 car I mean there's a big part of it that there's experience too oh without a doubt I mean you you know as well as I do when you race with the outlaws night in and night out it's just ass kicking after ass kicking, and, and for me, I think that is so important because, you know, I, I've yet to win an outlaw race, and it's something that I, you know, it, it's my dream, it's my ultimate goal of this sport. But that drive has pushed me so hard, and I felt like, you know, we really were starting to have some success last year. You know, we won the, the an, an all star race, we were ran second. I don't know how many times at big races last year, and um, I'm starting to see where the the less that I'm I'm trying to force things to happen, the more that things are are, are coming. And I feel comfortable. I feel like uh, I'm making the right decisions. I'm not second-guessing myself. Um, as a driver, I feel like I'm probably in the best place I've been. And as a person, I'm probably in the best place I've been. I'm, you know, I, I'm kind of at the point, this point now where I'm working full-time. Racing is now fun again. It's not really something that, oh, you know, I, I, I got to race well to, to pay my bills. Now it's like, hey, I get, to, I get to go race. Instead of I have to go racing, I get to go racing. And my mindset's changed. Um, you know, honestly, I, I just I feel like I'm uh, – I'm just in a really good place, and, and I'm, I'm seeing it in my driving, and, and we're seeing it in the results. We're really fast. You know, it's early in the season, so I don't want to get too excited. But, you know, honestly, I wish I was racing 120 times this year. I just feel like right now we're, we're quick, and I'm making the right moves, and everything's kind of coming together. Great to hear. It really, truly is. Uh, the most recent win was Saturday night down at Peter Murphy's uh, uh, Hanford Speed, down at Hanford, at Peter Murphy's place down there. 56 of the King of the Wing 360 cars. Um, Dominic, on, on our podcast earlier this week, I talked about how I feel like California is is ready to explode. Um, the fact that you had 56 cars there and the fact that you haven't been racing all that much, is it ready to explode out there? And are you guys ready to, 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 to get after it? And there's a lot of excitement, a lot of energy, despite the, despite the, the, the holdbacks that you guys have? I'll tell you what. Um... One, Peter Murphy has done so much to King Speedway. I mean, we're racing on an outstanding surface nearly every night. He's putting so much work into it. He's, he's promoting. He's actually promoting. 
and the car count has just grown every single race. And you have, I don't even know how many race cars. I mean, there was a race in Marysville that got about 20 cars on Saturday night as well. So you've got about 50 to 60 cars around here. All they want to do is race. They're ready to race. You know, I mean, business out here hasn't slowed down for anybody. Everyone's working. Everyone's doing all the same stuff. We're just not allowed to, uh, yeah, allowed to go racing with fans. So I, I'm, I'm hoping that we're coming to the end of all this stuff because I think everyone's just, you know, quite frankly over it. Our, we vaccinated our entire uh, workforce here last week. So people are getting the vaccine, um, you know, and I, I think people are just kind of to their wits end on it. You know, obviously that, you know, we got to be safe and we have to take some special measures, but people are, people are able to make it work in other states. And I think California is ready to take that step as well. And I know the fans are, I know the racers are, you've got a lot of people out here that are ready to, to race hard and you got a lot of promoters that want to put big money up and make big races. So I think here in the next coming months, we're going to start seeing it to open back up hopefully. And we're going to see big car counts all year long. And, and I'm very excited about it. I think right now the California talent is incredible. You're seeing guys that are, you know, more or less coming home, guys like Tim Kading. You know, you got Shane Golbick out here, Justin Sanders, Bud Kading. You've got some guys that have won all across the country in all different forms of racing, and they're on their, their best game right now. So it, it's, it's fun to race. You go to a local 360 show and have, you know, 56 cars, and 20 of them can win. you got Darren Pittman and Austin McCarl there. We're, we're, we're tell you what, California is really in a good place racing-wise right now. Yeah, that was going to be my next question was the talent level. Having people like Shane Golubic and Austin McCarl and Bud Kading, I mean, you've got so much talent at the, the higher level of sprint cars. But I mentioned earlier in the show, we talked to Jeremy Elliott last, last Thursday, and he went on and on about the young talent in California, whether it's from the outlaw carts or, or whatever it is. It just seems like even with the pandemic, California is in a really good spot for open wheel racing. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you look at guys like my brother and buddy Tofu that have come out of California, probably the most recent batch. I mean, those guys are really good. And, yes, I did call them buddy Tofu. Um, <laughs> th- those guys, they're, they're really, really good. And they're good at anything to get into. So you see those kids that are now, they're nationally racing, and they're, they're showing their talent. You have a lot of guys that have never been given that option or haven't been given that option yet that are, in my opinion, just as talented. you got Cole Macedo. Now he's going to run a full year in, in Ohio, and hopefully things are going to be able to open up enough, which it looks like they are, that he's going to be able to show his talent. You've got so many good guys. Guys out here, Caleb Henry, uh, Tony Gualda, um, the kid that I don't even know his name. He started on the pole the last, like, four or five races. Joel Espenson, I, I, I honestly don't even know his name, but the kid's a gasser, and he's 15 years old. You know, he, he doesn't even have hair on his chest yet. And he's, I mean, he's wide open. So I think the talent level out here in California is incredible. Um, it's exciting because I'm not an old guy by any means, but I'm, I'm a seasoned Burley vet right now. It seems like it's my 10th year running sprint cars. You know, I'm seeing guys like this is kind of the first time I'm starting to see another generation coming in and boy, they're extremely talented. And I think that just goes to show how good the quality of, of the, the child classes in California are the outlaw cars, the micro sprints, they're training these kids to, to, you know, jump into race cars and, and be fast and competitive right off the bat. Buddy Kofu. Tofu, right? Tofu. Buddy Tofu. Oh, Tofu. Yeah, tofu. Oh, okay. Is that is is that part of his diet, is it? No, that's just, you know what, since he started racing, he was, uh, no kidding, he was 11 years old when I first saw him drive a sprint car at, uh, oh my gosh, Fer- Reno Tahoe Fernley Nevada Speedway. And uh, I was running four t- or, uh, 410s and he was running like a spec 305 or whatever it was. And this kid, he, I mean, he was up to my knees. He was knee high to a grasshopper. 
um, he was on the gas and he won the race. And I'm like, Buddy Tofu. Yeah. And I've just called him Buddy Tofu forever. So I don't awesome. plan on changing it. One day he's going to be racing on Sundays and uh, or racing with the World of Outlaws, and he's going to be Buddy Tofu to me. That's great. Oh, That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is cool. Uh, this Saturday night, King of the West Series uh, kicks it off at um, up at um, where are you at? You got Stockton. Um, it, it sounds like things are solid there as well with cars and stars and racetracks. I know the season we had Jim Allen. We talked to him. The season's backloaded a little bit, but uh, it, it seems like that's looking fairly good as well. Is it, Dominic? Yeah, I mean, to me, I think that we're going to have a pretty successful season opener. Um, you know, I, I hate to keep talking about Peter Murphy the whole time, but you know, Peter has taken the initiative, you know, a couple years ago, Silver Dollar Speedway up in Chico got rid of their 410 weekly show. Well, he's now brought back weekly 410s. He's going to race five or six weekly 410 shows in Hanford. I think that's going to help the yes. NARC series as well because they're, now all these 410 guys are going to have a place to race when, the, when NARC's off. So to me, I think you're going to see a, you know, an average 30 car count, 26 car count of, of NARC 410s. And when Murphy does his local 410 stuff, I think that's going to be extremely successful as well. So, um, you know, I think you're going to get a lot of really talented guys. I think they have eight guys that are already signed up to, uh, to do the whole NARC deal. And I believe all eight of them have won 410 races to some capacity. And then you're going to have guys like, uh, you know, Golovic and guys like, uh, uh, you know, Andy Forsberg and all these other guys that have, have won a lot of races that are going to be sprinkling in. So to me, I think it's going to be the toughest year yet that I've seen in my career um, of the NARC schedule. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to it. 410 racing needs to thrive. I know uh, there's a lot of people working really hard, Jim Allen and uh, Peter Murphy and several others that are working really hard to make sure that 410s continue on here in California. And right now, I, I'll be honest with you, I think we're probably in a better state than we've been in a long time. And uh, it's amazing, even though we've had Corona and all that other stuff, people want to race and people want to race for money. So they're starting to buy 410s and they're starting to, uh, the tides are starting to slowly change out here and I'm excited to be a part of it. Yeah, I mean, I love to see how healthy it is. I think about when I ran the Outlaw Tour and, and those years, they weren't, when we would go to California, the car counts weren't strong. There wasn't, I mean, there was some good cars, but it's nice to see it's evenly progressed. Like you said, even through the pandemic, it's, it's, it's really exploding now. It is, and that's something that I think is, is directly affected to the hard work of the promoters out here. There's, mm -hmm. there's a select few, and, you know, Jim Allen has worked really hard with NARC and Peter Murphy, taking one hell of a chance to put on local 410 racing. Um, it, I think it's wonderful. We've got a, a local 410 race that paid $21,000 last year, one of the best-paying sprint car races in the nation. And, you know, it brought guys like Kyle Larson, Enrico Abreu, and Brad Sweet, and, you know, Carson Mosquito. I mean, if you just look at what's going on out here, it's something that's special, and I don't think it's something that's going to slow down anytime soon. Um, you know, I know that a lot of hopes and dreams of guys out here is, you know, we want to be the PA posse out here. We want to be, um, you know, when the outlaws come to town, we don't want them to leave with any trophy. So I think we're, we're slowly working towards that. You know, it's a process to, uh, to build up the car count like Pennsylvania has or like Knoxville area has, but it's slowly, it's steady, steadily working that way. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a great 2021 season. One of the things, we've talked about the present, and we've talked about the young kids. One of the things yep. that I love and absolutely love that the King of the West does is the honoring the legends. Uh, whether it's a salute to Leroy Connett or the Peter Murphy Classic or the Howard Cading Classic, guys that are still with us and, and still part of the sport, or tributes to guys like Gary Patterson, Maury Williams, Dave Bradway, Louis Vermeil. The history, I just marvel at the depth of the history of sprint car racing out in your state, Dominic. It, it is incredible. You know, when uh, 
when you show up to a race like the Stinky Matthews, that in my 10 years of racing sprint cars, we, did, we haven't had a Stinky Matthews. But I remember going to Hanford and, and watching the Stinky Matthews Memorial. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my dad was friends with him. And, and you know, now to put my name on that, you know, we've been able to, to win a, um, a, a, a Louis. We've been able to, to race all these very incredibly historic races with amazing people's names on them. And some of these kids out here, they don't even know who the heck it is, but a lot of them learn fast. And, uh, you know, to me, I think when you put on races like the Gary Patterson or, um, you know, the Peter Murphy Classic and the salute to Leroy Van Connet, I think it adds a little bit of flair that a lot of places are missing. And we're just lucky to have it. We've had some amazing drivers, people come out of California. And to be able to honor them at a lot of our events, something that I think all of us out here are very proud to do. And um, I think it just adds a little flair to the racing out here. Yeah, it is really neat to see. And speaking of legends, how is your dad doing? How has he handled this whole pandemic? I <laughs> oh mean, how, yeah, how have you been able to manage him with you at home all the time? Well, it's actually kind of funny you say that. Right when the pandemic started, um, a year ago now, my parents, they, they'd lived in the same house for 28 years. They finally bought a, a new home or a newer home, and it's on you know, a little bit of acreage and stuff, and my dad bought a tractor. And now he's going to be a farmer. I mean, he, the guy is on his tractor every day. Um, you know, I, I kind of told him he needs to buy a, a John Deere, but he got a Kubota. But that guy, he's got boots on. He's got a shovel in his truck. And he's out there doing whatever a farmer does to his field constantly every day. I, most days at work, I'll call him at 2.33 o'clock, and he won't answer because he's on his tractor. He didn't even come in. So he's enjoying life right now. Uh, man, he, he's having a lot of fun. My mom. Uh, she's got a trucking company that, you know, they've been going crazy with all the loads to all across the country because everyone's been buying toilet paper and all that fun <laughs> stuff. So, you know, life has been good for the Selzy family. And, and my dad has been, uh, he's been enjoying doing a lot of different things in his, uh, in his prime golden age. And he's, uh, <laughs> he's enjoying being a farmer. It's, it, it's funny to see. What is he going to farm? Is he going to have animals or crops or what's he, or hasn't he decided that? Or is he just digging in the dirt? You know, we're not sure yet. We're kind of going between a, a, a German Shepherd farm. What? Um, I don't a know. We, we might do camels. We're, we're, we're up in the, in the air right now. So what is he doing on the tractor all day? He, he's he's uh, mowing his field and scraping the dirt, uh, killing and heroin. And I, honestly, I couldn't even tell you. He, he's, uh, he's laid out a, a go-kart track that we're going to build at some point, but um, he hasn't broke ground on it yet, if you ask him. He's... Uh, He's still worried about what he's wanting to plant or what he's wanting to do, make sure there's no weeds on his property. And honestly, it's, it's hilarious. I wish that we could have a TV show because that guy, he, everywhere he goes, somebody recognizes him. He, I mean, he's at a farm shop and, you know, Trucker Bill, the farmer down there, he, he's going to know him. It's just, it's hilarious. Now he's, he's turned into a farmer or a, whatever, a tractor driver, whatever the heck it is in his old age. And I say he's old, but he's just, it, he, it's, an, it's a new Gary Selby. I'd never in a million years would have thought I'd see my dad on the tractor. Now I don't ever see him off of one. That is just so cool. That really is. You said German Shepherd Farmer. Uh, you have Frank and Josie. How are they doing? Oh, they're doing wonderful. Um, it's so funny. I, you know, I, I found Frank actually in between the Outlaw races of Stockton and um, Placerville back 50 years ago when the Outlaws were still able to come to California. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my gosh, we have so much fun together. He sleeps with me and my girlfriend every night right in the middle in between us. And he's just the happiest dog in the world. And uh, it, it's just so funny. He's got all his missing teeth, and he loves hanging out at the race shop. He goes to the race shop every day. Both of them do, Frank and Josie. But, uh, man, they're a hoot. They're so much fun together. My dad loves them. He's, he's been looking at getting a dog here for the last probably year now, 
And uh, now that they got some property, I think it's probably going to be a little bit sooner than later. And then, uh, you know, my girlfriend and I, we've got a baby on the way due in July. So we've got a lot of exciting stuff going on out here. And, um, you know, we're adding a, a two-legged dog to the mix now. So it, it should be pretty fun. <laughs> a two-legged so, dog. <laughs> that's, that's something new. That's something new. Grandpa Gary. <laughs> yeah, a two-legged that's dog. Right. Oh, um, that, that's Grandpa Farmer Gary to you. Farmer, that's right, Grandpa Farmer <laughs> Gary. Um, am I right, Frank? You you say you got him kind of between World of Allah. He was basically a stray that landed in your lap, correct? One hundred percent. We were actually at the Pinellas place, and um, you know what's funny is uh, next time you guys have Donnie shots on you, you should ask him because we were all staying at at the Pinellas place, and this stray German Shepherd rolls right up, and you know I'm I'm. You know, probably had a few too many that night, and I was cutting off some steak and hot dog for this guy, and he wouldn't leave us alone. He kind of hung out with us all night. And everyone was joking around, oh, you've got a dog now. You've got a dog now. Well, I opened the, the door to my pickup truck, and, well, Frank jumps right up. And that was kind of uh, kind of the end-all, be-all. I, I got him out of my truck, and we got back to the hotel. And, um, you know, the next morning, Donnie and I, we were driving to back to the shop, and he's like, all right, here's the deal. You're taking this dog home, or I'm taking this dog home. Figure it out. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, all right, stop in at PetSmart. And he took me to PetSmart, and we went and bought food and the co- his collar that he still has now and, um, you know, his first bed. And uh, we went back there, uh, and Donnie and I gave him a bath, and uh, Nikki Pinella gave him a bath. And then, uh, yeah, he, he's been our dog ever since. And, um, boy, he hasn't looked back. He's just the happiest dog there is. It, it's funny, you know, the, the next year when they came out here, Donnie, you know, saw him and stuff, and Frank rolled right up to him and gave him a bunch of love. It was, uh, it was pretty comical. That is just awesome. That is just, uh, that reminds us, Seth Bergman, they got their dog in a Walmart parking lot. And No way. Yeah, yeah, Seth, uh, they got, and I think they called him Lucky. Um, because yeah, he, he just walked up, he walked right, he hit the <laughs> jackpot because it's the same thing. Yeah. I actually did a photo, I think Skagit, I did a photo, a couple photos with Lucky, but I, I, I love, of course, we all love dogs, we all love pets, that's, that's pretty neat. Well, Dominic, um, I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm, I, I love what's going on in your world, and I love what's going on in the California sprint car world. Um, well, we're, I'll, we're so I'll tell you what, guys, I'm, I'm glad that you guys are following it as close as you are. I think there's special stuff out here. and Always love coming on with you guys, and, uh, boy, it's, it's fun to see what's going on out here. This is, this is all so new, everything out here with the you know, new 410 races, all kinds of different stuff going on, and um, it, it's a great time to be out here in California. Really is. Thank you, Dominic. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. There we go. We started the top of the show, not knowing what we talk about. I didn't have Farmer on the bingo card. No, I didn't either. I didn't have two-legged dogs on the bingo card. (laughs) I've never heard a baby referred to as a two-legged dog. dog. Okay. I didn't have a moving on the uh, bingo card. I might have had watches. I know he collects watches. Hoarding. Hoarding. We didn't have hoarding on the card. Uh, And we certainly didn't have Farmer Gary on the card. That's for sure. So, um... The one and only Dominic Selzy. I am telling you, I, I was, I knew that 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 Peter Murphy, and and we're going to dial him up for the podcast when we get close to the Peter Murphy Classic. Maybe we need to do it sooner rather than later, though. Yeah. Because it sounds like he's got a few other things going on. But to have four or five weekly four ten shows, yeah. and twenty and twenty King of the West series shows, then you'll start getting these three sixty guys to say, well, wait a minute, maybe we need to invest in a four ten. Mm-hmm. Because there's, there's, he's right. There's 56 of them were at, um, there's 56 of them and tw- and 20 were up at Marysville. Yeah. So 76, 360 cars out. Okay. You, the, the reason you don't invest in a 410 is because, well, they don't run many races. Yes. Well, 
there's 20 for the King of the West series. And then if Peter's going to start running some yep. weekly racing. You start winning some 360 races. You want to run with the big dogs. Oh, it's boy, I'll tell you part what. part of it. I am so, I, I sensed, and I, and I mentioned this Tuesday, I just sensed a bursting in California. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, my hunches were right. Uh, Dominic just kind of put a lot of the details in around mm-hmm. the bursting on how this is looking. Yeah. This is so cool. So cool. It really is. And then Dominic puts his, you know, spin wording on, on it. Well, and then... spin on everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you what, I'm fired up. Get the, get the jet fired up. We need to go to California. For real. For real. We need that Wing Nation jet. We need that Wing Nation jet. Fire that up. Fire <laughs> up the Wing Nation jet. We're going to California. Over the years, Drydeen has stood for uncompromised value and proven performance. Known as the hardest working brand in heavy-duty lubrication, Drydeen's heritage is made in America and made to last. Drydeen products work to increase the life and enhance the efficiency of your equipment in the toughest conditions. Learn more about Drydeen's products at Drydeen.com. From grassroots racing to NASCAR, Drydeen is a proud supporter of racing everywhere. Over 200 events from coast to coast, and they're celebrating 30 years of scattering soil. The American Sprint Car Series, the world's largest sprint car sanctioning body, and bringing more thrills with wing and even more non-wing action in 2021. 11 regional tours, the national tour. No matter where you are, we're coming to a track near you. Can be there, get dull the streaming fun with Racing Boys and GoRacing.com, bringing all the adrenaline to your favorite streaming device. See the full lineup of this now at ASCSRacing.com. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. I'm I'm still fired up. I'm still fired up. But uh, well, I mean, I just I went I went out there a couple of years ago, and you, you all have followed this show. You've heard this 150 times because it's all I talk about. Um, I went out there a couple of years ago for the Bud Cating Classic, and fell in love yeah. with California sprint car racing. I had a weekend planned last year, and we all know what happened every weekend we had planned last year. And this year, the calendar is not lining up at all for California. Oh. And I've kind of got a little mission that I'm going on in Memphis, that I'm uh, a little sprint car mission in Memphis. Uh, and, and, and in quite complete honesty, when I looked at this year, the uncertainty in California was kind of like, well, are they going to? Plan, are they, yeah. yeah, do you plan or anything like that? Uh, I, may, I, I may have to change some plans because that sounds like things out there are great. Mm-hmm. really does. Oh, gosh. Lucas Oil AS, now this, I'm all fired up about this, too. Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour kicks off. We've been talking about this, it seems like, for about six years. <laughs> because they were going to go to California, and they couldn't go to California, and they were going to do this, and they're going to do that. Friday. Friday. It's happening. It's happening. It is the Devil's Bowl Speedway, the Winter Nationals, celebrating their 30th anniversary of the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour. Flow racing is where it's at. This also has that bustling and bursting because Sam Hafertip has moved yeah. on. And so every 360 driver that's won a region and every 360 driver on the national tour is like, I'm going to win that championship. And it all starts this weekend. Mm -hmm. So I am really excited about that. This is a combo with the Lone Star region. You know it's going to be a great field of cars. You can get to Devil's Bowl, get to Devil's Bowl. If not, uh, Flow Racing is where that's at. King of the West Series, the tribute to Leroy Van Connett at the Stockton Dirt Track. 
Um, this is a 20-race schedule, heavily loaded to the tail end because we all know what's going on in California. When we last had a champion in the King of the West Series, it was DJ Neto back in 2019. He will return, it looks like, Austin McCarl's in the Tarleton 21. Uh, Justin Sanders, and that cat mm. can drive the yes. wheels off a race car. Tim Kading, Shane Golubek, Dominic Selzy, as we just talked to. Um, Bud, Bud Kading will be at a lot of the races. He, meant, he mentioned, here's another one, Andy Forsberg. Yeah. Andy has strictly, predominantly ran 360 racing because that's all there is. You get a bunch of 410 races, you know he's going to have oh, one. Oh, yeah. And you throw him in the mix, you might find yourself scuffling for second place. Yeah. Because if Forsberg gets, I tell you, it's, it's exciting. It really is. So King of the West Series, they have a few races in the first half of the year. It is really loaded the back. They even have the fastest five nights in motorsports, five straight nights. They have their own speed week out there. Oh. That's the one I was That's trying to go to last yeah. year. That was the one I had last year. The schedule lined up where I was off, like Wednesday morning. Boom, giddy up. I'm headed to California for five straight nights. This year it falls on something else. So, uh, but that's all right. It's all good. Uh, speaking of getting going, Attica Raceway Park, 33rd season opener. 25 events scheduled. Defending champ is Cap Henry. They've got, this is great. Rex, Rex has been looking for this, not one, but two mm -hmm. World of Outlaw shows. They've had the Doty Classic for years yep. and years. And Attica's been, hey, can we get a second? Hey, can we get a second? Hey, can we get a second? Uh, they get a second show. The Kistler Engines Classic. Yeah, I like which it. I like that. Paul Kistler. Uh, they don't come any good better people. than Paul good Kistler. Motors. Yeah. Paul, they don't come any no, better than don't. Paul Kistler. I mean, that's just one of the good guys. Mm -hmm. And so it's the Paul Kistler Classic for the World of Outlaws. They have five times the All-Stars are there. The Cali's Performance Product 410 Sprints, they have a total of 17 events. Nine of them are part of that Attica Fremont Championship Series. And the Fremont Fence 305s, they have 21 events. And uh, isn't this cool? Because we've talked about all the upcoming races and not to be overshadowed. We've got all of this talk about it. The World of Outlaws, they continue on with the Drydeen Texas two-step. Friday and Saturday night at Cotton Bowl Speedway. Page, Texas. Six races, six faces for the World of Outlaws. I like it. Texas two-step. Oh, so, I am so pumped up about where we're at in the sprint car world. So pumped up about where we're at. So we have had a week. We have. Holy cow. We had we had uh, the emotional Greg Wilson on Tuesday. We had the analytical uh, Lance Deweese on mm -hmm. Tuesday. And then we had the wide open Dominic Selzy <laughs> today. And then coming up on Saturday on uh, the MAV TV show, of course, in UK, if you're in Canada, you can catch us on Wednesday nights. Um, it is our television program. And we're going to have a little sunshine. Yep. Tyler Courtney. Wow, because he is going all-star racing. He is. He's going to be He's tough. convinced the Clausens. He, and yes, yes. He had to convince the Clausens to go win, win, wing racing is yep. one step. But he is fast, he too. He is. He's very fast. He is very fast. He's going to be a handful on the all-star mm -hmm. tour. So, and it's ladies' night, uh, meaning that uh, Aaron and Ashley Stremme are going to be hosting that show. So, you can catch that. It's Wing Nation TV presented by Sage Fruit. Absolutely, we started the the show with we didn't know what we were going to talk about. We proved to know that we knew what we were not or not what we we're going to talk about. <laughs> but we appreciate Dominic Selzy for joining us. But more important than all of that, thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Drydeen and by DRF Racing Oils. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. 
From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.